welcome to the show. This is Trip Macau Podcast, and we are your hosts. I'm Jason Lee. And I'm Philippe Ito. And today we have a special guest with us, Mr. Quentin Gray. Mr. Q. Mr. Q. Yeah. Uh, Q is a hospital corpsman, second class, Fleet Marine Force. So salute, salute. to you, sir. Cheers. And uh, welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me, guys. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, yeah, so um, it's the first time we've um, had a, have a military personnel on, on the show. Yeah, I think I'm lot, pretty proud of yeah. that. Yeah, so I'm excited. I'm yeah. excited. Can, can, can you tell us more about yourself? Like, where are you from actually? From the United States, right? Absolutely. So I was born and raised in Texas, and um, I ended up, uh, you know, I lived there all my life until 1999 when I joined the military. Oh, 1999. And, yeah, okay. and I left mm-hmm. there, and I went to, to boot camp. Um, I ended up joining the Navy, um, not really knowing what I was getting into at the time, especially with my my job, my MOS, my military occupational specialty. And, um, yeah, and I've, I've been gone ever since, you know. I mean, um, I haven't lived in Texas since 1999, and I haven't been living in the U.S. really since... Um, January of '04 was the last time I was actually really kind of a resident of, of the U.S. Okay. What, what, what brings you to Macau? Well, my girlfriend, uh, who is now my wife now. Oh, wow. So, okay. yeah. Oh, whoa. so when, when did you come here? So I when came, you came here, here in 07. I believe it was either January or February of 07. Wow, that's yeah. a long time ago. It's like, yeah, it's well, almost how many, how many, 16, 16 years. years. Almost, almost going on 16. 16. That's the same as me being out here in Asia. Yeah. Oh, that's the, that's the year that I went <laughs> to Taiwan. That's <laughs> the year you went to Taiwan. Was it 2006? Almost 17 years for me, like um, to Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Okay, because yeah. you were in Hong Kong before, and then that's, that's right. I remember that's you telling me that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 and yeah. How long were you in Taiwan for? Oh, almost 10 years. Oh, that's a, that's oh, a long wow. time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Taiwan's nice. Yes, very So nice. we've all been outside of Macau, and now we're all here. We're all here. We're all here. Yeah. Back here. That's, that's <laughs> pretty, pretty cool. Um, so how's life in Macau, Quinton? Uh, it's good. You know, um, I think one thing that's, that uh, is really nice about Macau is it, it's kind of an easy life. It's convenient. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's safe. Um, obviously, you know these past three years have been very difficult for uh, I think everybody, everybody in Macau. In Macau yeah. um, mm-hmm. But not just everybody in Macau, but worldwide. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's difficult times for various reasons with the virus and and, and political uh, uncertainties going around worldwide. But uh, yeah, I love it here. The people have been uh, uh, great to me. Um, you know, my daughter was born here, and she's growing up here, and she's going to school here, obviously. Oh, she's how old is she now? She's five now, so she's in kindergarten. She's in K3 now, so it, it's really fun to see her and, and see her interact, and, you know, she's she's bilingual. She yeah. speaks we, both We Cantonese. met her the other day, actually, yeah. Yeah. On, yeah. Mm-hmm. On, yeah. the, on the film set. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. She's, she's was, very cute. Well, thank you so much. Thank <laughs> you so much. Very pretty. Yeah, thank very you. pretty. Thank yeah. you, thank <laughs> you. Yes, so um, I met uh, Quentin... We, we, we met at a, uh, an event called BritCham, yep. British Chamber of Commerce. Yeah. And um, what was, it? It was, was it the Queen's Jubilee? Or no, was it, it before was, that? it was before that, and I, I can't remember which one. It was definitely the one before uh, Max gave his presentation, but I don't uh, know No, it, it was, was actually Max's presentation. Was when it Max's I met you. presentation? That's okay. Yeah. You know about what? I think you're correct. He yes, was about the movie, We'll talk more about we'll the movie in a minute. Yeah, because of course, these two are in it. Of course, like, yes, yes, yes. Like more like you know, uh, part of the cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So um, we, we'll talk more about that. Well, actually, uh, again, I was I was there too. Yeah, you were. You, <laughs> you were next. To we it. all we are in there. In we're in all the in there. Yeah. They're all there. Yeah, <laughs> they're all in the film. Yeah, but I think uh, may, uh, maybe we can talk a little bit more about um, uh, you being in the military. Like, if if there's any um, 
like, what was it like? How did it feel? I mean, uh, anything you could yeah. say or can't like, say. Like 1999, where, did you, yeah. where, where was, was you? Where, um, where, so did you 90, where did you first so, go to? Yeah. Yeah. Certainly, yeah. certainly. So, so I, I kind of, the funny thing is, is, is I come from a military background. My, there's 15 generations of military on my mother's oh, family. Wow. Side, oh, okay. Yeah. And four on my from uh, uh, four on my dad's side. So if you do the math with 15, 15 generations, my mom's side, that goes all the way back to at least 1776, which is... When you were fighting <laughs> the British. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then my great-grandfather lost his arm in the Civil War. And oh. um, so, and then, and then, you know, Vietnam and, 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 and other conflicts. Mm-hmm. And, and my dad was in, was in the Air Force as well, too. So the, the, the funny thing about that was, is I never considered going into the military, even with that background. Right, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't something that was on my mind. Uh, it was I, natural, was it? Is no, well, well, you know, I didn't kind of, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I, I, I got out of high school in 90, I graduated high school in 95. I did a little bit of community college. I really didn't like school. I never liked school. I was always, I was always ADD, so mm-hmm. school never came easy to me because I was always thinking about other things, movies and, and, and saving the world, you know, like mm-hmm. whatever. And, and um, yeah, it just, I just kind of fell into it. A buddy of mine decided at the last minute he was going to go into the Air Force. And, um, and then I said, well, you know what? I'm not doing anything either. Maybe I should at least go and talk to a recruiter. Um, I went and talked to the Air Force recruiter, and um, he took me down to the, the MEPS, which is a military interest, uh, uh, military uh, uh, entrance processing station. I right. think that's what it's There's called. There's a lot of acronyms. There's in a the lot military. of acronyms, and, yeah, I, right, and, and okay. I'm yeah. getting a little bit older now, and I'm forgetting some of this. But and um, <laughs> so he went there to take me, and, and I remember it was on a Wednesday, and I got there, and I, I go inside, and it's in downtown Dallas, so it was right. a good 40-minute drive. Mm-hmm. And I get there, and they're like, why are you here? And I'm like, I'm here to take the ASVAB. And they look at me, and they say, well, we don't do the ASVAB on Wednesdays. Right. So I was like, what's an ASVAB? It's the, yeah. I, I don't know what the acronym is. Um, but what is it? It's, it's, it's just a, it's an entrance test that you have ah. to, you know, it, it tests you from your math, your science, you know, every, every basic thing that you learn okay. to see. Oh, wow. okay. Yeah, to see. Because okay. so basically how, how you score on that test dictates what jobs you're available right what if you're have. like really clever like does that uh, mean you yeah you could probably in, 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 you could be a nuke uh, you know work on a nuclear sub and, and work on nuclear reactors man wow oh, yeah. okay, okay. Mm. yeah yeah so, so it depends so the on higher you score the better job oh, that you okay. get you know mm. and the lower you know you score you know you're, you'll probably be you know uh, I don't know a, Taking out the trash. I'm just kidding, but I, you know, I mean, you, you know, there is a cutoff level to where if you don't if you don't score a certain score on the ASVAB, you're not going to be getting into the military. It's not an equal opportunity, right? Uh, you know, uh, job. Mm-hmm. And um, that what happened? That well, on, you know, I, so I got on the phone. I got on the phone call and I called my recruiter back and I said, "Hey, bro, there's no ASVAB on Wednesday." And you know what he said to me? He said, "Oh, my bad." No. And that was a big turnoff for me. And I was basically like, okay, screw the Air Force. Right. So I walked over later, I walked over to the Navy recruiting station. Because I really was Same day. I, I don't know. I can't remember I, I if can't it was remember. the same okay, okay. day. Mm-hmm. I, it may have been Sunday but, oh, okay. or same week or something. Mm-hmm. And, but I was really turned off by that, yeah. you know, because mm-hmm. he wasted my time, I mm-hmm. felt. And um, so the Na- I re- really wasn't wor- uh, interested in the Army or the Marines, which is very funny. Um, and I'll get to that in a moment. But... Um, and the, the Navy guys would just, like, they just scooped me up, you know, like, right. they're like, oh, rock my baby, you know. And, you know, they really wanted me. So I was like, okay, these dudes are cool. And so that's kind of how that, that, that came in. And I eventually went and took the ASVAB for the Navy, and I, I, I 
picked a job and became a hospital corpsman. Right. And um, little did I know at that period of time that um, I actually went back to my job uh, that same day after the test. And I was working for a company called U-Haul, which is a rental company yeah. in the U.S. They probably right. have it in Canada. U-Haul. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was working okay. there. And, and I went and I got there and a guy that I work with, I can't remember his name. He's like, oh, so, so how did it go? What, what job did you pick? I said, oh, hospital corpsman. And, you know, I'm in the Navy, right? And he's like, oh, bro, you're going to be with the Marines. And I was like, and he was a former Marine. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, wow. And I was so conflicted by no that. Idea. I was like, like huh? Why? Because I've always, I've always thought Navy was related to, to maybe naval battling kind of thing. It, it is, but the, but the thing is, is the Marines were born from naval service. Right. So the Marines are basically the uh, the, the ground combat troops of the Navy. Right. Okay. And they oh, okay. fall under the Department of the Navy. Mm. So, so they use Navy. I'm, I'm going to say medics just for layman terms, so people understand that. But we're called corpsmen. Um, yeah. the, don't call a corpsman a medic. Uh, right. You usually get maybe. A, a black eye, but um, mm. oh, okay. <laughs> but just, yeah, because well, the, the army medics, the medics generally means army. Mm -hmm. If you say medic, it, it, it's and, and we're just we're different. Okay, right. um, you know we could fight wow. about this all day That's with my so army brethren, terms. but we're mm -hmm. we're a little bit, in my opinion, a little bit more elite. We do a lot more things. Okay, mm -hmm. um, and that's just really that's what happened, and it, it, I just kind of fell into it. But it was kind of more or less like fate. So, you know? any relations to Navy SEALs? Uh, corpsmen do go with Navy SEALs, but you would have to become a Navy SEAL first and, right. then, and then go as a corpsman. Yes. So okay. corpsmen operate in a variety of roles. We operate in hospitals. How do you train? How do you train? Well, um, yeah, well first you got to go to boot camp. Um, so I went to boot camp in Chicago, Illinois. And after that, I, th I think boot camp was two and a half months long or something. Right. And it was in, the, in, it was in April, so it was a little bit cold. Um, not too bad. And then I graduated and then... Luckily, right across the street was where I went to what we call A school. I, I, I don't know what A, A stands for. Don't ask me. I, awesome. All my, mil, all my military awesome. friends. Awesome. They're probably, <laughs> my, my, my military friends are probably like, oh, God, you're an idiot. You know, but, um, so I, I literally just had to walk across the street, and I went to a four-month uh, medical program for hospital corpsmen and graduated and became a hospital corpsman. And then after that, I went to a seven-week seven course uh, run by the Marine Corps. Uh, to, to get uh, an MOS 8404 to become a hospital corpsman attached to the Marine Corps, to be able to learn to operate in a combat environment, to fight, and to be able to do uh, military medicine under mm. fire in, and, you know, outside in a non-sterile environment. Mm. Mm. And, wow. um, and then later I went on to different schools. I went on to become a paramedic, EMT school, and uh, basic life instructor. Para or, meaning jumping out of planes? No, no, no. no. Uh, just a, a, a highly specialized uh, right. EMT, you know. I see, okay. Yeah, ambulance guy, mm -hmm. the, the, you know, the, the guys that ride an ambulance here that are not as qualified as me right. <laughs> to, mm. to take care of you here in Macau. You know what I mean? They just scoop you up and put you in and take you to the hospital. But, right. you know, we're, we're highly qualified. Um, um, you know, we're, we're taught to do chest tubes, to intubate, to suture, mm. to do minor surgery, you know. Felipe, you you don't have any military background, do you? I don't. My, my father did. But yeah, I remember your dad telling me he was yeah, in the army. Yeah, he was in the army. Do you, do you guys know Macau have army? Yeah. Long yeah. time ago. Macau had its own. Yeah, its own army. Yeah, yeah, yeah. from Portugal. They, they there was trained. A, ang, yeah. Ang, yeah. Is it Angora? There's a war, there was a war. The Angolan War. Angolan yes, War. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. they have a few. Um, but they abandoned it, uh, I think it was 1979. Mm. Okay. After that, there's no more army after 1979. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, I okay. wanted to join the army back when I was young because I've always been into the military yeah. scene. Yeah, you like guns and a you lot. Love I like guns and stuff. He's more of a gun guy than a gun guy. Nuts. Yeah, absolute nuts. Um, but yeah, I didn't get into the army because I just 
wasn't allowed, basically, coming from a Chinese background. Oh, it really England. wasn't allowed? No. Is oh, that why, okay. why you want to do that? I just go to school. And then I became an interior designer. Hello! <laughs> so <is that> more <laughs> <laughs> from guns to... <laughs> hello! Yeah, from guns there. So when you hold the guns, like, hello! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> like that. Not really. I'm pretty well... Um, uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm pretty composed okay, yeah. with a gun, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I, uh, later on, I did, uh, I did my own business. As you may know, I, I did a small... Um, uh, a, gun, a gun shop, gun shop in Hong Kong. In Hong Kong. There, yeah, I these were like one-to-one scale airsoft. We call it airsoft. airsoft yeah. Yeah. yeah, very, very. Uh, uh, they're replicas of the real thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, whatever comes out in the real world, it comes out in the airsoft world. Um, later on, I, 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 I didn't get enough of it, so I, I wanted more things. I wanted real steel. Um, I actually went to Thailand and I got uh, linked up with a couple of guys from Israel. Uh, they Ooh, were from the IDF. Yeah, IDF, yeah. And then uh, basically they, they were willing to teach the IDF way mm. of training to civilians. And I basically brought people from Hong Kong, um, China, over to, to, to Thailand, Thailand, Chiang Mai, where you can shoot and train uh, in their style. Uh, we were doing uh, pistol drills, uh, submachine guns, shotguns, and, wow, and rifle training. Yeah, wow, so nice. You oh, know, right. all in the space cool, of like cool. four to five days. Uh, you know, there was a kill house there. You could learn basic maneuvers. Some, some CQB and stuff like that. Yeah, and we were yeah. shooting out wow. of cars. Oh, uh, oh yeah. wow. And wow. then, um, I mean, like... I had, you, you I had, for me, I, had, I haven't sh- shot at a fire. Right. You know, like, yeah, I, I, I hold a gun. Yeah, yeah. But never shot one. But never shot one. Right. Yeah. You, you need, you Only need, on a PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> Call of yeah. Duty. Yeah. yeah. And then um, there was one time I was fortunate enough to um, train with the Americans. Um, they did a military exchange. Um, we managed to catch them. It was, he's actually a really famous guy called Instructor Zero. I'm not sure if you know Zero. him. No, no. Um, but yeah, I mean, like gunplay and, and all sorts well, of stuff. Where did you do this at? This was in it, Bangkok. I was in Bangkok. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So two different types of um, experience, I, I'd say. And um, both very, very different. Um, of course, IDF were army. And then yeah. uh, these guys IDF were great. these guys were like um, I don't know like military contractors more more on those kind of some more kind of, like of level what what we used to I th- they changed their name now but uh, but at the beginning of the Iraq War there was there was Blackwater and there was a, right. there was a bit of a uh, they're uh, like they badass dudes right? yeah, yeah 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 I mean yeah. most of those guys are former I'd say ninety eight percent of them are former military and most right. of them are former special operations mm-hmm. guys yeah. anyways yeah. Yeah. Rangers SEALs and uh, Rangers SEALs and, yeah. and, and recon that mm-hmm. was a that was a very um, good good experience any bazooka. No, no, <laughs> RPG, not no RPGs. No, no, he's not a doctor. That not to that level. <laughs> wow. no, no, I've never shot an RPG myself either. I've been around him a lot. Right, uh, you might have heard some, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I had a few zip by my head before, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, like this is nothing compared to real combat. Uh, they give you a feel a feel of it where yeah. they would like you know kind of push you around, they shove you, you know, they'll put a stick into your pistol so your pistol jams, and then you learn how to unjam the situation and, and tap yeah, rack bang, tap rack bang, absolutely right. Yeah, there we go. There so basic uh, maneuvers and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, of course, nothing close to, to, to the real um, situation, but I mean, it gives you that um, sense of, um, you know, how dangerous everything is, you know, like um, even we're dealing in a controlled environment, it still feels like there's adrenaline, like I'd get adrenaline oh, yeah, rush, course, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. um, there's a lot, a lot to it. And, it um, and the main purpose for that, if I can interject for a second, the main purpose for that is to, to uh, make you comfortable 
with ah. your weapon. The more comfortable you are with your Correct. gear, yes. the more comfortable you are when you're downrange and you're actually engaged, engaged. in the situation. Yeah. Okay. You know, you're not worried about uh, whether this is going to work correctly. And mm -hmm. then also it's muscle memory too. Mm -hmm. That's right. You know, people ask, well, like when you're downrange and something happens, well, how do you remember to do? You don't think it's, it's just it's automatic. Just like mm -hmm. It's just automatic. It's, it, it's total muscle memory. That's right, yeah. And then, um, of course, we did some other things like free gun. Free gun was. What um, is it? Free gun. <clears throat> free gun is like IPSC. It's more like a sport kind of shooting where you, ha you, you shoot targets uh, downrange. The fastest you can you can the you target. Can so it's all yeah, time. The target yeah, it's just time. Like time. Yeah, you oh, kind of okay. have to be quite quick at mm. what you do. But compared to to training, it's different because uh, there's a lot of rules in IPSC where there's 180 downrange. Anything behind you, you, you can't point your gun right, behind. Otherwise, right, right, you get right. disqualified. Safety issue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then you can reload out in the open. But in this real situation, you, we wouldn't reload out in the open. You you behind cover, right? So. Right. It's Absolutely. a little bit. It's a little bit different, um, but again, you can still shoot some guns and and experience that. But yeah, I gotta get you down to Bangkok, my friend. Yeah, yeah, I'll try it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would it's love fun. to. Or come yeah. down I would love to try. Come to, to Texas. Go to, go to okay, Texas. Yeah, yeah. just go to Texas. You can shoot whatever you want. I can shoot bazooka. No, <laughs> no, 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 just no, kidding. You go to Vegas, you can shoot fifty cal. So. Oh, fifty cal. Yeah, you might be able to in Vegas. I don't know. I mean, it was hard for us to get the five, five, six round down in Thailand. Really? Yeah, and Bangkok is not legal. How many choices do you have in the Thailand? Like? Uh, not a lot. Not, not a, lot. a lot. We got mm -hmm. nine mil, forty fives, uh, five five six. Five five six. Uh, there was a standard nature. There was around. a there was a green tipped one. That I think it was armor piercing. No, well, so that it may have been uh, green tip. Generally speaking, um, if I remember correctly, is. Um, what we call in, in a combat load, every five rounds, tracer rounds, is a tracer round. Ah, that might have been a tracer round. Okay, okay. Yeah, and what that what that is is, and the reason why you do it every five rounds is so that enemy can't can't really uh, track you, track track you, you as well yeah. because. But it also allows for you to be able to see where you're if you're close, especially at nighttime. Mm. You know, if you're on target because you're shooting at night and and uh, you know, especially for conventional forces that aren't wearing. Uh, they don't have all the, the great equipment that special ops have and their NVGs and things so like that. So you need to train that? You, you, you've been training? Uh, yeah, 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 mm -hmm. yeah. I, I mean, I've, I've worn NVGs in, in, in a combat situation before and, and, and stuff like that down in, in Iraq and 03 and stuff. It's oh, an amazing okay. bit yeah. of equipment, isn't it? NVGs. Yeah. But there's no depth perception. It, it's really hard. Um, there's like literally zero depth perception with... with right, because there's different um, generations. <clears throat> um, in, in Hong Kong at one point, I managed to get Gen 2s. Um, Gen 3 was illegal. You couldn't, you couldn't sell them. Uh, they wouldn't get imported into Hong Kong. But I managed to get my hands on a, a couple of uh, single... Is it single? Yeah, that's what that's what we had. Were the single? <coughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Now, like I know, like Dev Grew or Seal Team. They've six. got like four. Yeah, like, they look like spikes. Like yeah, two yeah, on yeah, each yeah, side. Yeah. So, so that allows for all the all the depth. The depth was there. one yeah, thing yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. was weird. Yeah, like yeah. You, you couldn't really, like, when you walked, you could have tripped over yeah. with it. Like if I, you had it on. I learned to drive a Humvee at night in NVGs in with the singles. Wow. Now wow. talk about trying to like you know drive straight and you're in a combat situation. And luckily, I didn't have to. Wow. Luckily, I didn't have to do that in Iraq because there was a lot of um, uh, ditches and, and, mm -hmm. and, and small, uh, cr uh, not creeks, but uh, for, for lesser words. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so, you know, we did have a few accidents where, where Marines were killed because of uh, rollovers and things like that, you know, because we were operating mostly at night. We're, mm -hmm. we're very effective at night. And so we, we tend to operate a lot at night. Yeah. I mm -hmm. thought what was something really cool with the NVGs are 
you can link it to a, a PEQ box on your rifle, yeah. and then yeah, you've yeah, got yeah. the IR. Yeah, the IR strobes. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah. get the laser visual. Yeah. You can visual laser, yeah. but if you don't want your enemy to see it, you yeah. can turn the vis yeah. visual one off and turn the IR one off, yeah. on. on. And then only your teammates can, can see, see it. And then also this is the crazy technology, wow. man. The helos, wow. have, the helos have that too. To pick you up or like? Yeah, well, yeah, well, any helo. That way yeah. you know it's a friendly helo. That's mad, oh, isn't wow. it? So it's, it's just yeah. a beacon that, that mm -hmm. like when you have your NVGs on, it's just a light at the top of, uh, of, the, of the helicopter that's just beep, beep, beep. And you know, okay, that's friendly. Yeah. Of course, when we were in Iraq, they didn't, have, they didn't have air anyway. So, I mean, we didn't have to really worry about that anyways. Mm -hmm. But if you were going against a, you know, a, 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 another real conventional force or something like that, then, mm -hmm. then you, would, you would definitely want to have that in your arsenal so you would know who's friendly and who's not. Yeah. yeah. yeah How many stuff. years have you been out in, in Iraq? Um, I was in a deployment for about, I believe the whole deployment lasted about nine months, give or take. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I came home um, slightly earlier than my unit did because I had orders to a, another medical school that I went to. So I had to complete those orders. But combat operations had already ceased by that time. We had already taken control of Baghdad. And we had, by, by the time I left, too, we had, already, we had already pulled back to Kuwait anyways. Oh, okay. So, but, mm -hmm. but I did come back before um, mm -hmm. most of my... Um, there was actually two of us that left earlier because one was getting out. So they did try to get us to our orders and get people that were out. Because there was, there was a stop loss that went on during the Iraq war that they, they, they weren't allowing people to get out. Um, you know, so what stop loss means that, okay, so you're scheduled to get out of the military at this time, well, stop loss means you, you can't. You you, can. You're not going on to your next unit. You're not leaving. You're, where, you're staying where you are because we need you in, in, wow. in for going to war. Wow, stay there. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So, no, so no stop loss was stop. put, yeah, there mm. was a stop loss. Wow. Yeah. Well, so Q, you was, you was hospital corpsman, and was, then, of yeah. course, like, um, that's one thing I can never do, and that's probably why I can never join the army, because I cut my finger the other day, and a bit of blood came out. Which finger? That's, this a, that's one. the middle. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. It had to be that. <laughs> and I got a bit wheezy from seeing the blood. Oh, okay. Yeah. So imagine if I was in the army. So, yeah. yeah. Or if you're, I see it. Or, if we, lips, right. or if we see a cockroach, we'd be fucked, yeah, wouldn't we? Fucked <laughs> I actually have a funny story about that. A cockroach. Yeah. 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 Cockroaches. come up. Useless. Useless. Terrible. Terrible. Blood never bothered me. I think medically speaking, there's only one thing that I would ever refuse to do medically. I mean, I've done everything. I don't mind innovating I don't mind uh, traking somebody I don't mind uh, you know uh, taking care of an amp you know uh, an ampu amputated uh, yeah, right, 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 amputated yeah. leg or whatever mm -hmm. um, one thing that I always hated was removing toenails though Ooh. so we'd get we, yeah we'd get a lot of times you know because we, we we hump and the term for hump it Ooh, means that, that we hike. Good. Okay. Yeah, it yeah, means yeah. we go on hikes, and so a lot of times, you know, Marines <clears> come <throat> in. You know, they don't they don't listen to their docs. They don't change their socks. Um, they don't keep their feet dry, and they get uh, problems with their feet. And um, one of those is is uh, ingrown toenails. So ingrown toenail, you know, a lot of times gets uh, gets oh, that's horrid. Yeah. So like the one the best yeah. Oh. So you, you remove the toenail, right? <laughs> you treat them with antibiotics. And uh -huh. I remember I was in Japan one time, and this was after combat, and my my boss at the time. Um, Steve, got, uh, my, my really good friend Steve, if he sees this, he's going to laugh at this. Steve, this story is for you, brother. And, uh, and he was, he's a big dude, man, like was six foot, or is six foot something, and, you know, like 200 pounds and scary guy, right? Mm -hmm. but, but just, you know, a, a really cool dude. And he's like, hey, go take out this Marine's uh, uh, toenail. I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> like he, he's, he's higher ranking than me, and I'm like, he's like, what do you mean? It's no? in order. I'm like, what do you mean? No, 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 no. I said, I said, and then so to make up for that, I said, look, I'll go do a digital block on him. That means I'll numb him up. Is where I, you know, you put uh, 
the needle into the toe and you numb, numb right. them up and stuff like that. I said, I'll go do that, but I'm not taking the toenail off. Not that I don't know how to do it. I know how to do it. I just don't want to do it. And I said, I'll, I'll make Hernandez do that, which is... Which Can't you just cut it or like grind it? No, I, I mean, no, no, it's not that easy. You gotta just, just, you just take gotta it take it off. And see, the, and, the, and the way you do it is, is you numb them up and then you take a pair of forceps and you go underneath the nail. And as you're going underneath the nail, you spread the forceps <laughs> oh, so it oh. pops off. And okay. so for whatever reason, nothing in medicine and trauma bothers me whether it be blood <laughs> organs, <laughs> organs but these freaking toenails oh, right. oh, that's no, the only wow. thing i ever refuse to do <laughs> was remove a damn toenail like hell no man so oh yeah that, that reminds me i was doing um i was doing some like um sniper practice like when i was in chiang mai and um they did they really went and done it properly like you know they they, they made us lie down in, in grass set up targets around 200 meters away they had a spotter yeah, um, yeah. You know, just to um, acknowledge what targets you're hitting, which were just balloons at the time, different colored balloons. And I was saying, um, fucking, I don't know, sorry for swearing, um, like uh, orange right side, uh, uh, like whatever. And then like, okay, spot it, um, take your shot. And then I was taking a shot. <clears throat> then I realized like I'm actually lying down in grass in a jungle yeah. in Chiang Mai. And do you know how much creepy crawly stuff there's yes. out there? It's like centipedes king cobras yeah, uh, yeah could have been snakes and then um and, and then um yeah there were these fire ants yeah but just think about this if that was a real combat situation i'd have to king, suck it off and yeah. a king cobra slither next to you did if you, you kill moved, it with a knife if knife you it. moved you could be dead yeah you know carlos halfcock which is a marine corps sniper he right. i think he he crawled two miles uh, at least two miles to take out an nva general and uh the entire time, I, I think it took him four days, maybe six days to crawl this entire time. You know, he had to do his business in his pants and he had to, you know, because it's inch by inch, inch by inch, inch by inch. And, um, and he, had, he had patrols that were passing by him, like, like within just feet or, or even less than feet. And, and uh, he made it and uh, he took the shot and got the guy in the head and he crawled back and was extracted out. And uh, he's, he's probably... You know, um, we'll go. He's probably the best sniper in history. I, I know some yeah. people argue that Chris, Chris Kyle, Kyle was, but, yeah, was but uh, Chris Kyle and, and, and Carlos. I mean, Chris Kyle even says Carlos Hathcock was when he when he was still alive that Carlos Hathcock was the best sniper. Wow! Before. Because Chris had a lot of different gear that he you know he had modern gear. He had he mm. had computers and stuff like yeah. that. Where Carlos, he didn't have anything. It was all windage, windage and, and, right? and, and everything. You know, mm. wow! So yeah, yeah, quite amazing. Miles, yeah. yeah, quite amazing. Well, yeah, quite amazing. So I, I, to finish it off, I had the <laughs> <laughs> okay. So on my left was. Um, I know one of the one of the soldiers, and then um, spotting. Then then on my right, <laughs> no, there was. I wish I wish there was. And then on my right was Captain. I wouldn't say his name, but Captain. Um, and then there was a, a, a red ant on my. I had gloves on at the time. Thank fuck for that. And then I thought, oh shit! Um, and I flicked it on him, <laughs> and it landed on his hand, and it bit him, and he went. Oh, fuck. Yep. Anyway, mis mission old, over. You got your time. old squad killed. My yeah, time. I know. I know. <laughs> Your spotter and yourself, <laughs> dead, 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 uh, dead. Oh, man. That's funny, man. Terrible, yeah. But, um, That's yeah, funny. so movies, we were talking about a bit of movies just now, right? Because, uh, of a course, bit, American yeah. Sniper was, is, was a movie. Yeah, it was, yeah. But then you was in a movie, uh, Violin, The Violin Case. I was with this yeah. gentleman right here. We all three are. We all three are. Yep, yeah. that's right. That's yeah. right. So how was that? How was that to you? Like, um, have you done any acting before? Like, was you in any of these 
uh, 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 American like uh, uh, military movies or anything? Like, no. Did you get any chance to get no. involved? No, you know, it's it, it was really a, dr a dream come true, and um, which thanks to the director, uh, Max, it goes off uh, all to Max. Uh, he made my dream come true because um, I, I grew up wanting to be in the film industry, and I, I just took a different path. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, I, you know, I grew up doing drama uh, in, in theater and stuff like that. I belonged to a theater group, um, and I did drama in high school. I, I've mm -hmm. done a few voiceovers and a couple of. Uh, fake trailers for, for movie festivals and stuff with another filmmaker friend of mine. So I have a little bit of acting experience, not much, but this was my first real acting gig and, right. and being in a feature film. And uh, it was just, oh man, it was it was so much fun. Yeah. It was so much fun. Because man. of this guy, I got the role, seriously. <laughs> oh yeah? Because of the, the no, day that I went no, casting. Dude, you yeah, killed yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, he, 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 he killed he's, it. He's the one. He's yeah. the Guaylo who, 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 oh. who acted with me. So, okay, yeah. okay. Nah, so you, you, kill, you killed it. Well you, you, you got it. You got it yourself. You would have gotten it without me, brother. You would have gotten it without me. You would have gotten it without me. Yeah, I mean, Felipe is a super talented. Yeah, very, very indeed. Yeah. So, I mean, like, okay, now we're on the the, the movies, yeah. and we were talk. We're, I mean, we have a military personnel here. I mean, let's talk about maybe military movies. Like, do you guys have a favorite? Like, can you name three? Like, on top of your head, like. Uh, yeah, I'd say Full Metal Jacket is one of my. Oh favorites. yeah. Okay. Um, I actually met Arlie Ermy. He came to Japan. Uh, he played the drill instructor in the movie. Oh right. Yes. Oh, the big, the, the big dude. He looks a bit. Um, no, no, not him. The guy who played the drill, the, the DI, the really hardcore DI. Yeah, that yeah, was, yeah. That's right. He got yeah. the guy. He got, made the guy shoot himself. Yes, right? yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. In yeah, a way, yeah. Super guy who was actually a marine himself in real life as well. He's too. still alive, yeah. No, he passed away. I believe about five years ago. God, right. God okay, bless him. Okay. He was a super, super nice guy. He loved the Marine Corps. He loved his. He loved his corpsmen. He loved his marines. Wow. And, um, yeah. So super. Well, he super he cool didn't look guy. nice in the movie, though, did no, he? And, and no. He, and he was originally there as only a, as an advisor. Right. And uh, apparently, uh, the the other guy that was playing the part couldn't deliver his lines very well. And Stanley Kubrick was like, "Hey, do you want to give it a shot?" And and he got up there and he just ad libbed killed everything. It, yeah, and killed right, it. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely a favorite one of mine. Yeah, um, one. Platoon is another one. Oh, Platoon. Platoon's wow. great. Yeah. yeah. Oliver Stone's uh, first film, uh, Platoon. Well, fantastic. both both Vietnam movies, though, right? Uh, both are yeah, Vietnam. Vietnam. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I would say probably if I was to go with the contemporary so contemporary war movie would be you know i'm gonna go with a documentary war war film and actually i'm gonna be a bit nerdy at the moment yeah. in, in in um full metal jacket when they were doing the weapons stripping and training this is my rifle that was an m14 if i'm correct um uh, i not, not, no not i believe M16. it was an m16a1 because right. there was two versions of the 16 and, and the first version that came out during the vietnam war if i'm correct Right. My, my, my military friends and my gun friends, please correct me if I'm wrong, uh, I believe was an M16A1. And then later, okay. later was, that came out, what, which is what I grew up with, uh, you know, learning on when I went in the military was an A2. Right. And then later okay. we went to the M4. M4, that's I, right. I, that's if right. I'm wrong, somebody please correct me. Um, All right. But, um, fair enough. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, second would be... Um, Platoon. Platoon. And then I'm going to go with a documentary. Um, that, and because a lot of people haven't seen it and it's about Iraq, it's called Only the Dead. Oh, okay. That and sounds interesting. Yeah, and I'll it's check it it's, out. it's uh, done by an Australian journalist uh, who spent about ten years in Iraq, and, and his name is Michael Ware. So, if you really want to know what happened in Iraq from oath, starting from the the beginning uh, up to the insurgency and, and, and the falling apart, and, and want to understand what was going on with Abu Zah, Abu Zah, I can't even say his name right. Anyways, the, the, the terrorist leader of AQI, Al-Qaeda in Iraq. Al-Qaeda, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, understand what his plans were. Because and, 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 he, was, he, was he was purposely pitting Iraqis against each other, the Sunni and the Shia. 
And um, so it's a great. I'm gonna go with that one um, right. as as a, as a documentary from from one of my favorite war films. So which which, which year was um? Do you know Jarhead the movie? Yeah, Jarhead's great. Oh, Jarhead. Yeah. Jarhead is very accurate. Wasn't that the mm -hmm. one? The, yeah, the earlier one. That was about the '91 Gulf War, which was actually written by an actual Marine. Right. And I'll tell you, the movie Jarhead. I, every time I watch that movie, and I love that movie. And it and, and for those of you that you haven't seen it, it's not an. Don't go in thinking it's an action-packed. No, movie. it it's isn't not, at all. No, no. It's not, but it it is absolutely very realistic. It's very, very much what the core is like, and every time I watch it, I laugh my ass off <laughs> because it's so funny to me. It's so, I mean, it's, people, you know, probably, you know, civilians be like, oh my God, that's so mean, but it's mm -hmm. hilarious to me, you know? All right. So that's a great, uh, Jarhead is a great one as well, too. Well, I'm going to go well commercial. I'm going to okay. do uh, American Sniper, yeah, good Chris film. Kyle. Good film. Um, I, I, I actually read the book first and yep. then watched the movie. Um, both as good as each other. Clint Eastwood, of course, directed the movie. Yes, <coughs> yes. fantastic yes. movie. Good movie. Lone good Survivor, action-packed yep. at one mm -hmm. point. Survivor. That would be Marcus Luttrell. Yep, I've uh, seen him speak. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, and actually, a guy I went to high school with is—that's uh, his cousin. Oh right. Yeah. Oh, that, oh yeah. he's Texas. That's why. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, he's from Texas. I see. I see. Yeah. yeah, and then of course, Martin Wahlberg was the was the uh, yep. the, the actor Wahlberg. for the movie. A excellent. Yeah, very very. Um, Great book, great, too. great book, yeah. Great book That's well. right, yeah. Um, Thirteen hours again, another yeah, book. Hours. Benghazi, Benghazi, Benghazi soldiers, yeah. yeah that that yes. was that was um, Chris Pronto and uh, and those guys. Yeah, those those guys have an amazing, an amazing story to tell. Um, and still are thank God that they're still uh, they're still telling uh, uh, you, you know these stories, right? These stories because a lot um, of people forget about them, and, and you yeah. know, I mean, you know, everybody remembers September 11th, but. Uh, that actually occurred on September 11th, on the that's anniversary right, of September yeah, that's 11th. Right, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think, what, what, what year did that happen? Was it 2000? 2001. No, 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 no oh, that oh, was oh. September 11th, but oh, Benghazi, I think it was built September, up towards 2012 or something. I think it was 2012. I can't remember the, the, the dates, but... We could Google, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, so those are my three. Yeah, um, I, they're pretty modern movies, and I think they're, they're great movies. What, what, about, what about you? Christopher Nolan's the, the one. Oh, the, Dunkirk. Dunkirk, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Dunkirk. Oh, now we're going to World War Two now. <laughs> yeah, we've covered um, a lot of the eras. Well, well do you have any favorite? Yeah, well, he's War Dunkirk. Yeah, he's yeah Dunkirk. So Dunkirk yeah, for you, Dunkirk, what else? Uh, Saving Brian. Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> Shaving Ryan's Private. Sh Shaving Ryan. <laughs> well, I don't know what movie that is. Shaving Ryan. It's the second Ryan. time he said it now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just, I just want to know I, I like was it was a, like a straight a razor used <laughs> or not. <laughs> and uh, I like a series called The Band of Brothers. Band of oh, Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. very good. Mm. All yeah. World War II then. Oh, World War II, yeah. 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 Ah, I've got a World War II mm. fan mm. here. Mm. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, you can't, you know, what an, what an, uh, an amazing... Part of history, yeah, and how different the warfare, all three, mm -hmm. you know, like very different. You very could different. see um, how the weapons became uh, more advanced throughout. You know, uh, mine's modern warfare. Yours yeah. would be Vietnam. It would be seventies and then forties. Forties. Yeah. It's probably because I was born in seventy six. So ah. I kind of grew up with Vietnam era war films. You know, yeah. Mm -hmm. So you know, but very but aggressive war though, wasn't it? The Vietnam War. Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, you know, my, my dad, uh, you know, he knew he was going to be drafted, so he mm -hmm. ended up joining the Air Force and um, ended up uh, as a linguist in the Air Force. Um, and, um, and he did that about four years, and, and my, fa my grandfather was in the Army Air Corps, um, which is funny enough, he was horrible, a horrible airman, he said. Um, he, he went through two schools. One was bombardier school. He couldn't hit the target at all. 
So, no, so, so they, so they, they cut him out of bombardier school and mm-hmm. they sent him to navigation school and he got his whole squadron lost over the Rocky Mountains in a, in a thunderstorm. Oh, <laughs> luckily, <laughs> luckily, luckily, right after he graduated from school, the war ended. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant story. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think we've covered a lot today, haven't we? Anything else that you'd like to, um, well, talk about? Like, is there anything you'd like to share or anything? I actually have something to share with you. Sure, so go ahead. Let's go, let's go. It's actually go. a bit of a pr- surprise. What's that? It's in my pocket. Let me get it. Oh, that's scary. It's not a middle that's finger. Scary. It's not a middle finger, don't worry. It's actually uh, a pin that uh, I got a long time ago. It's actually an L85 rifle. This is the oh. British service rifle. Uh, they used to be called SA80s, and then they moved on to L85. Wow. So a this gift. is a pin, a golden pin, and this is for you. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, so thank you so much. Yeah, no worries, no worries. That is so I cool. Feel, um, thank you. something that um, thank you, you, so you much. deserve to have. That is neat. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you for having thank me you. on here. It's been a blast. <laughs> yeah. Been Great. A blast. Come on again then All next right. time. Yeah, yeah. Anytime we'll talk about this, that, next time we'll come with Max. Yeah, we yeah, could bring Max along, yeah, and, and yeah. maybe we get Kelsey along. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would be uh, great. Yeah, I will warn you about uh, getting me and Max in the same room. It's yeah, it's, we'll give you a whole day. Yeah, 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 and, and, and yeah. The, the podcast be about five hours yeah. long. And so have, we'll split in five <laughs> sessions. <laughs> yeah, you have to put a parental advisory, you know, underneath <laughs> though, with, with me and Max. We get a little carried away, and uh, yeah. yeah, but that would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I, I'd love that. All right, and then we'll end the show. End the show today. End the show today, and we'll see you next time. Love and peace. Bye-bye. Peace. Thank you.